0: Chat. My name is Flora. And my name is fauna And this is a podcast where sometimes we talk about animals and sometimes we do quick and dirty questions from our fabulous listeners. We are both the former zookeepers and um, each week we come out with some shit and we put it on a platform and you listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> As always, nothing we say reflects any organization's past, present, or future. And all thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that, let's get started with a quick and dirty. But first. I can't wait. Oh. fauna how are you? Oh, God.
1: Um, I've been better. Today, or today, <laughs> this week has been a week. Um, let me give you the top three events. Number one, I'm a bit ill. You may or may not be able to tell. Number two, I spilled boiling water on my hand last night. Ah, it was a whole thing. <laughs> yourself right into the grave. <laughs> I did. I was like, you know, I wish I were more like him. And that's what happened. And then number three, the other night, I woke up at 1 a.m. to this, like, terrifying screeching sound i sent Good. you a message about it and i couldn't like i was in a nyquil 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 mm. induced haze like i could not i couldn't determine what was real and what was it mm. and so i like looked out the window and i couldn't see anything because it's fucking dark and then it just kept screeching and it was so loud what? and so <laughs> like my initial thought was that there was a skinwalker outside oh and i was like God. that's why i can't see it because like yeah. It's trying to lure me out, you know, yeah, and like it's kill calling me. To you. Yeah, I think it just was like an owl or something, but um, no, it scared the shit out of me, and that was really fun. But it was like it was screaming at the top of its lungs. I thought, oh I thought it was like a a mythical creature. Other than that, um I'm fine, I guess. How are oh. you?
0: <laughs> I'm shaking thinking about that. It's horrifying. It oh. was really scary. It I was really like scary. That. Um, I am on day two of a hangover. Well, no, I guess it's, is it day two or was it day one hangover?
1: I think you've passed 24 hours, If you drink in the morning.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I drank in the morning (laughs) yesterday and I still feel like shit today. That's horrible. Um, once you turn 30, I just an FYI, your body starts to reject alcohol forcibly, no matter what it is or how much it is. Yeah, apparently. I think we, I think we just start like turning to dust slowly. I'm just gonna start doing hard drugs, I, right? It doesn't make me feel this bad after. The only safe option. I don't know what's left. <laughs> I need something. I have to have an outlet, <laughs> or I'll scratch Dare my who? own skin off. <laughs> but this is not working. So I also yeah. feel like epic shit. Yeah. Um, so we're just gonna fart out this quick, <laughs> quick and dirty. Let's get flirty. We're just going to answer the the cries of our our listeners. They send us all these things. We're in the perfect
1: headspace to do so. Just a heads
0: up. If you did sign up for match.com and used our email as your email. Get actually fucked. I don't know how you did that. (laughs) Did they not require you to confirm your email address? (laughs) Two, you get a lot of matches. (laughs) You got some messages. Someone wants to meet up. You got a lot of messages. Um. I don't know if you are getting notified that you're getting them because we are. So if you um can please fucking remove us from that. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Maybe log in and find your
1: romance and then also remove us from the equation. That
0: would be cool. There's someone out there who just like signs us up for like this. We get like probably 7 uh 700 spam emails like a week, I think, or something. Yeah, I just really emptied our spam mail, but um, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, literally. for whoever did that. Literally insane. Literally yeah. Gmail knows, but it thinks these, it thinks this fucking match.com shit's real. Like it's in our social folder, and it's like Jim's <laughs> waiting. Keep yeah, Jim's Gmail's waiting.
1: like, no, no, I don't want to log. I don't want to discontinue these messages. They're important.
0: <laughs> we literally, it's all in one day. She ha- she has one, two, three, four. She's seven, seven. like fifteen matches in one day. Jeff Bowser, MP, Timothy Robert. Alan, Rodney. They sound
1: all Rodney. the same.
0: And they're showing me pictures of her and the man. Like, the emails I'm seeing these people. Wow. They're Popularity not great. Contest. Anyway, please <laughs> stop.
1: <laughs> please get your romance and leave. Thank please you. Stop.
0: But we do have an email from Dragoonity. If you're in Discord, you know mm-hmm. probably the biggest weeb in there. Oh, yeah. Well, he's great. I love him. I love him. (laughs) I I love him. I just love him. I just love him to bits. But um, he emailed us with a question, and... Number one Reba fan. (laughs) 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 To this day, it kills me. Number one Reba fan. (laughs) Um, But he wants to know a a question.
1: He wants to know an answer.
0: So we're going to give it to him. (laughs) Okay, let's get to it. I wanted to know what happens when animals in the zoo start having beef beef with each other. Do keepers <laughs> just leave them alone or do they intervene at some point? Oh. That's
1: and he's great like, question. please give
0: me the lowdown. And I think this is a great question because of that very viral video of the gorillas fighting and someone recording yeah. it and being like, get the keepers. Where get are the-, the. Call the zoo keepers. Call the zoo keepers. Call the zoo keepers. The zoo keepers. Because yeah. we absolutely. Would not get involved in that.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know if it's like, um, it's just an obvious answer to us kind of thing mm-hmm. or if something else is going on. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that video makes the rounds every like couple of months. And every time I see it, so, there's always someone who's just like, has an ounce of common sense. And they're like, yeah, they're not getting involved, bro. Like, <laughs> you fucking see that? In that. No, 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 no.
0: But I thought maybe we could speak to our experiences a little bit because I'm I'm thinking ours are very different because you worked with, like, really scary, big, dangerous things and I worked with floating footballs (laughs) that you can, like, flick away. You know what I mean? So, sure. I think we probably have, you know, differences in our experiences. But, I mean, I've definitely observed issues and, like, fights between animals because Mm -hmm. I worked with, like, penguins. They're super social. They're in large colonies. Mm. But there's gonna be problems and they don't just happen you know during like introduction of a new individual but they can just like wake up on the wrong side of the bed man i would always say that (laughs) like so one morning a penguin would just be an ass all day and i'm like what side of the fucking nest did you wake up on because it was a fucking (laughs) wrong one you have nothing but attitude and then they're gonna take it out on like just a random bird and they would like have grudges against each other Uh but if a penguin is like going out of its way to like um i don't know drown Another penguin. Uh, I do. I do intervene because sure. I'm big and they're small, so I can like come in there with a big, scary net and sometimes break it up. Otherwise, if they're on the beach, you know, you just restrain one or the other or both. Good thing about wearing like rubber boots, you can kind of just mm-hmm. shove your whole foot in the action, and it's like, oh yeah, what are you going to do by through a rubber boot? Then it's they're like, like the... yes, we are, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> actually, yes. It's like the height of a penguin,
0: huh? It's like its own. Yes. It's like your your own oh little my penguin. God. Yes, and some of the penguins are super smart, and they know that they you know a boot. you don't react like when it's a certain height, and so they aim uh-huh. for the top of the boot. <gasps> the little bastards. Oh no. I, I know. But yeah, I've broken up plenty of penguin fights, and you mm-hmm. know, I'm not saying I I came out of it like with no wounds, obviously, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. um. When you're seeing them, like, drawing blood on each other and stuff, it's hard not to get involved. Mm -hmm. Um, So smaller bird stuff. um, But, you know, we're always watching kind of, like, high-stress times, which would be, like, kind of, like, reproductive cycles for animals. Like, if they're cycling or if it's that time Mm -hmm. of year for breeding, you're going to be watching them more. Or if you are introducing an individual and you think it's going to cause some controversy, then there's going to be some observations done. There.
1: I think if there's like exterior stress going on as well, mm, like if there's like sure. habitat construction, construction or you know, there's like 15,000 children blowing mm-hmm. air horns, like that might be a time to look out, also. Definitely.
0: Displaced aggression is real. Like they get so yeah. agitated and worked up and then mm-hmm. they'll lash out at whoever or whatever is kind of nearby. I do the same thing, I get overstimulated. There's, like,
1: construction outside my window. I'm in a terrible mood. It's everyone else's fault. Yeah. I'm, like, lighting
0: fires left and right. It's like when you're driving and you're, like, trying to find what street to turn on and you, like, turn down the radio or whatever, like, as if that (laughs) helps. You're just like, I need to fucking think. God damn it.
1: Which way am I turning? Turn on this fucking racket. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, I have a question. Do you think that the penguins ever think of you as, like, the giant from, like, Jack and the Beanstalk? They're just like, uh uh-oh. Right. I there do like
0: sometimes, especially like when <laughs> you know? they're they're peeking out of their little nest, and then like all they Judge see Judy. is just like boots walking back and forth, yeah. and then like a head gets lowered in. And I'm like, hi, <laughs> <laughs> hi, baby. Like that's probably pretty fucking wonky, uh, pretty frightening for a while. But sure, yeah. I don't. Well, I kind of imagine it's like like how you look at people because you're so fucking short.
1: Yeah, that's actually my experience um, with every other human. So I'm like,
0: wow, look at that. Big fucking giant. I better I just, like, get on my hands. I better on the fucking knees. watch my step.
1: Looking in the <laughs> eyes. <laughs> um, yeah. On the on the bigger animal side of things, like, it certainly did not work with anything bigger than like double or. I didn't work with like an elephant. Is what I'm trying to say. Sure. Like, sure. I think the biggest thing that you and I have maybe collectively worked with is like three times our size. Yeah. Which is still like fucking big, but. Eek. Um, you know, I'm not out here like breaking up elephant fights, but I think it depends. Like when you're in a, it, there's a big difference between like a free contact animal situation oh, and a protected absolutely. one. In the case of a lot of lar- larger, dangerous animals, um, you can't just stick a boot in. Like that's not really an <laughs> option. And you, can try. you obviously have to look out for your own safety <laughs> as well. Need a boot? <laughs> but I think that you made a good point. Like you kind of draw the line when blood is being drawn. That's sure. usually a pretty good benchmark.
0: Yeah. Um, there's a difference, the thing when, that we, like, I think mm-hmm. you can notice as a zookeeper and working with these animals, there's a difference between, like, a spat and a yeah. fight. Like, you can sense where it's going.
1: So, yeah. you know, like,
0: oh, they're just gonna, like, two giraffes, they're necking, and they move on. Or, like, mm-hmm. a giraffe has another one pinned on the ground and is, like, shanking him. Like, there's a difference. <laughs> there's a pretty big difference. You get a vibe check, and you're like, the vibe
1: ain't good, so. it's bad. Maybe you should do something about it. Yeah, I think that that's a big part of keeping – we've talked about it before, but when you first start out, it's not just getting to know, like, animal behavior, but, like, your animal's behavior. You get to know what's normal for them and Mm -hmm. their relationships with others, especially if they're in, like, a social group. And so you kind of get a feel for, like, what their hierarchy looks like, what their normal behavior is, like, who kind of picks on who. And it's kind of tough. I know that when I first started with some of the great apes, it was really – challenging to kind of see those spats play out Mm because again there's not really a ton that you can do but a lot of times you just kind of have to learn like how they figure it out themselves Mm -hmm. and ideally you want them to figure it out themselves because if you intervene you're introducing another layer of stress and in the case of a social animal uh doing so can oftentimes make it worse for the one that's getting picked on And so, if you can like have them figure it out themselves and just observe, then that's great. Mm -hmm. But if there's like a threat of loss of limb or loss of life, um, that's usually a good time to step in. Yeah. So, just getting to know those kind of behavior patterns.
0: And then it Mm -hmm. just picks back up the moment you walk away. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that there's like,
1: especially when you're dealing with a lot of like the very intelligent animals, you run into a lot of, um, like, bad blood. Yeah. <laughs> like, people hold a grudge. Like, animals mm-hmm. will hold a grudge. Mm-hmm. And so if you do step in, even if they don't pick it up right away, like, they kind of are like, oh, that one's being, like, favored. And then mm-hmm. it, it makes it worse. So Yeah. Luckily, just none of the depends. animals
0: I worked with were, like, that smart. Mine were <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. The giant <laughs> took that one away. Oh, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> Judge
1: Judy, Judge Booty came in, big boot, and took it away. Okay, guess <laughs> we're done. Um, yeah, I think the worst fights I've ever seen have been really bad. Uh, they're really scary, to be honest. Sure. And in those moments, again, you kind of have to have to, you have to have an idea of what's normal for them and what's mm-hmm. not to be mm-hmm. able to appropriately assess the situation. In the case of, like, that gorilla video, since we talked about that earlier, um, to me, that looked like was, a like, couple of bachelors so duking it out.
0: That was so yeah. chill. Yeah. That was like... like- it, it Just looks intense
1: out. to the casual viewer, and it is a little intense because they're big fucking animals and huge. the damage they do is huge. But to me, it looked like, you know, the boys were having a little spat and, Nobody's you know, waiting. they were figuring it out. Everybody has But their again, if it, yeah, if it comes down to, like, they're tearing chunks out of each other's arms mm-hmm. or they're, like, ripping skin off, like, that's an issue and maybe <laughs> something needs to be done. Yeah. Um, it is tricky, though, depending on the location. And so, like, if it's on a habitat, that's going to be oftentimes a lot harder co- to control, mm-hmm. especially because there's usually a crowd, and they're antagonizing the situation and yeah, often screaming. making it worse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I know one of the first things that we would usually do is try to clear out that area of guests, just so that we have a little bit more control over what's going on, and we don't mm-hmm. have people like screaming
0: mm-hmm. um, at
1: the top of their lungs. But then, on top of that, too, it. Distraction can go a long ways. If you can try to like divert someone's attention towards something that's less lethal, mm-hmm. that can sometimes derail a fight a lot easier than trying to specifically break it up. Mm-hmm. But again, if there's like loss of limb or loss of life threat happening, then you do need to intervene with something a little bit more intense. I think it depends on the zoo. I know a lot of AZA accredited places have specific protocols in place as far as mm-hmm. like introducing positive punishment is what it's called. Um, where you introduce, like, um, something to deter the, the animal right, from doing it. Behavior, so in that yes. case, it's, like, an air horn or, like, a water hose or a fire extinguisher or whatever. Yep. I know the last place I worked at had a protocol like that where you had to actually get a curator permission before you could introduce positive punishment. And so there was kind of a fail-safe in place, but, again, it's, like, up to the keeper discretion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, sometimes you just got to, like – if you're indoors too, you know, the space is smaller and so that's that's yeah. also an added stressor like they might not be able to have as much room to just get away.
0: Yeah. And so they're
1: in confined quarters, but yeah. you also have a little bit more control.
0: I don't know. And that's why like zoos especially like when they're doing introductions of like new individuals to colonies or what have you, they're probably yeah. going to do it behind the scenes because then they do have a little bit more control. Mm-hmm. Um, like Fauna was saying over like what can happen in people egging them on and screaming and all those other things. Yeah. But the great scheme of things, if two gorillas are fighting um, <laughs> and a guest sees you, like, whip a hose out and hose them in the face, <laughs> like, the videos are going to be like, zookeeper tortures gorilla with water hose. It's like, uh-huh. he's ripping his flesh off my guy. <laughs> like, I'm just doing my best. <laughs> but I like guess a, a
1: decapitation was in process, so oh, <laughs> i right. trying to make that not happen right yeah it's not great for context and i that's another reason that we clear it out is like mm-hmm. people don't know what the fuck is going on they have right. no idea what the normal behavior for that animal is they have no mm-hmm. idea contextually what's going on in the case of the aggression and they also can't often spot aggression like how many times did we get guests coming up and being like
0: oh my oh, god they're fighting
1: yeah. when like two penguins are like boning or like Literally you know grooming whatever each other
0: like he's biting his neck off <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god it's like um <laughs> No.
1: In love. Stop. <laughs> Please calm down. I know. I, I can't tell you how many people have come up and mentioned like bachelors are fighting. And it turns mm-hmm. out they're like doing the opposite of fighting, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, fighting. there's like a love in the air. Fighting. Right? These and I'm like, they're not fighting. The <laughs> <laughs> they're having a straight up good time. Um, but yeah, it's just like, again, like public image and miscommunication aren't helpful to add to the situation. Right. I think as far as interventions go, like physical ones with dangerous animals, have you had to do any before?
0: Um, I don't think so. I don't think I've ever had a situation where it's gotten that far between anything literally Mm -hmm. bigger than a penguin that I can Mm -hmm. think of. Um, Because a lot of our job, too, is like anticipation of like certain events. So if you're seeing an animal getting worked up or like escalating a situation, then you can separate them or, like, create barriers and stuff to kind of de-stress them. Um, Yeah. Like, I was just thinking of, like, zebras. Like, I had a male zebra. That was housed permanently with females, which is, like, not what you're supposed to do at all. So he was just, like, running them lame, like, every day of their lives. And so it was just, like, we all get a break from him. He goes away. (laughs) Yeah. Whenever they were tired of him, he got time to, like, calm down and... And chill out. And luckily he was, like, pretty scratch and, like, food motivated that he would come even when he was just, like, very horny. And then he mm-hmm. would literally cream all over the barn and I'd have to clean it up afterwards. But at least he wasn't, like, <laughs> abusing my female cute. zebras anymore. Working yeah. with the animals is so cute. It's just, like, literal Dream. Z- zebra cake cream fillings all over uh, that barn. So uh, How sweet. Oh, that must be so rewarding. But I can't really... I can't really think of anything else like I had a lot of animals housed together but mm-hmm. for the most part like nothing super severe that I can think of could you think can you think of anything crazy
1: uh yeah I've had a oh. few I mean <laughs> I don't know. uh a few. yeah <laughs> I've had a few um the one that you mentioned earlier like animal introductions is a big one yeah I think you really nailed the point of like it, part of our job is anticipating a lot of what's going to happen too, mm-hmm. and so getting an idea of those general behaviors, but also like it is a requirement to be able to kind of guess what your animals are going to do in situations. Mm-hmm. Like That's why we spend so much time with them and watching them, is so that we can prepare for potential dangerous situations like mm-hmm. introductions. I know that in the case of intros, um, everyone that I've been involved in, we've always had uh, deterrence on yes. hand like yes, ready, ready and we're just ready to go uh just in case but they also kind of have their own escalation where like a lot of them are like um auditory deterrents so that's where you get your whistles and air horns and stuff mm-hmm. um and sometimes those are enough to just startle them out of that headspace and then they're like oh okay see you later
0: mm-hmm. and then they're
1: fine um but then you also have some of the physical ones like a co2 extinguisher or like a hose or something like that um I've never seen anyone do anything worse than that. So, just yeah. I don't know. I don't really want to say like worse because
0: it's not like bad. I'm thinking
1: like a cattle prod or anything, but yeah, like I I've haven't never seen anything seen, like that. Um, I haven't really, the worst seen I've one seen of those is in like real a hose. life
0: in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The um, most I've ever seen is like hosing or like using water as like a shield, like making the hose like arc so that it's like preventing an animal from like yes. kind of crossing it and like going over. Yeah. And you Not like closing kind of like them in the eyeballs, them into but just safety. like <laughs> moving them around. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. Um, oftentimes the biggest thing that I've done in fights is uh, just giving them more space. Like if they're inside mm-hmm. and a fight breaks out, oftentimes the first thing I would do is open up the entire area that they potentially have access to so mm-hmm. that they can have more space and the one being pursued can get away Um, sometimes it's just a matter of, like, they have to run it out, and then the one that's pursuing them gets tired and is like, oh, this isn't worth my time, and -hmm. then the other one that's being pursued is like, oh, thank God, and then everything goes back to normal. Um, I've been in situations where we've tried to, like, distract the other one, um, like, with some sort of, like, food or something. That can sometimes be shitty, though, because you are kind of reinforcing bad behavior if you Mm -hmm. do that. It just kind of depends on the situation, but... Um, We have had times where we've had to break out like air horns and hoses and stuff like that. But again, Mm -hmm. that was like emergency, an animal's going to die kind of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And that was really traumatic and horrible. (laughs) And that's all I'll say about that. (laughs) Yep. Um, But I mean, I guess to answer your question, there are times where intervention is necessary. But in the case of a lot of it, you just want them to figure it out. And I mean, if you think about it, like animals aren't having intervention in the wild. They're having to figure it out or die. Or running
0: away or whatever. That's like
1: harsh, but it is what it is. And so, you know, injuries are to be expected. Like every time there was a spat with any of our animals, you almost expected someone has like puncture wounds or scratches or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you just keep an eye on it make sure they don't get infected and make sure everyone's okay. Um, The biggest threat I will say that we always looked out for is like the juveniles in any situation, whether it was like carnivores Mm -hmm. or apes or whatever, um, or hoofstock. Is you want to make sure like the juveniles are okay cuz they oftentimes just get like bowled over in the mess right. and they're more likely to sustain serious injuries. So, as long as the kids are okay, the parents are usually pretty sturdy. They'll be yeah. fine.
0: Yeah. Like penguins are built to like bounce around and take a couple bites and
1: yeah. They got all right. that's
0: that's what the extra layers for. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. cushion. <laughs> it's cushion. Yeah, I was just thinking about like intro introing like chicks into the colony too, mm, like they uh-huh. would always just kick. Like everyone would just kick their ass, especially oh. like the the chicks from the previous year. Like they were like, yeah. "Someone kicked my ass," so like now I'm gonna kick your ass. Oh,
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> really awful. Yeah, they're
0: just like really mean. But you have to expect like some form of physical <laughs> altercations. Well, that's um, you have to think about it. Like it seems intense to us, but that's
1: how the animals figure their shit out. Exactly, exactly. That's how they
0: communicate. So if you're at a zoo and you ever witness, like, a fight or something, you know, I think, you know, if you can wave down a zookeeper, there's no harm even if you don't think it's that severe. Um, oh, yeah. Or, like, notifying of, like, a wound. Like, all of that is always really nice. Even if we get 75 calls about it, we should mm-hmm. put up a sign that addresses that then so we can nip that in the bud. <laughs> um, but yeah. I think if it's something that you're worried about, then there's no harm in just, like, g- getting concessions to, like, ping the zookeeper and just say, like, hey, check this out. Um, because we're not observing twenty four seven, we don't always see what's happening. Yeah, unless we're doing observations or whatever, but we still can to be great. super so. helpful.
1: I think there's a big difference too between like being a concerned zoo guest and antagonizing a fight. Oh, yeah, right. That's like odd. I'm never gonna have an issue if someone is like, "Hey, can you come look at this?" I'll be like, "Yeah." I mean, I was gonna eat my hot pocket, but sure, I'll come look. That's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you know, if someone out there is like. Throwing nails at an animal and like screaming mm-hmm. at a fight that's already happening, I'm gonna be like, okay, mm-hmm. well, I left my hot pocket for this. Thanks. <laughs> Thank but so um, much. I was thinking about one more thing too. Like in the introduction phase, like anticipating behaviors. Another thing mm-hmm. that often happens, um, to zookeepers' credit, again, like so genius, is first off, there's like a bunch of husbandry guides that like let us know how to handle animal behavior, sure. but specifically how to like set them up for success. So a lot of like group social animals. You will oftentimes, if you're introducing a new one, try you, like you don't just like throw them to the wolves, right? You no, kind of like you do like soft introductions where they can like see each other, or like you only introduce only them to a few at a first. time, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, but oftentimes, you try to like stack things in their favor. I know we did this with the gorillas a lot. Um, if we were introducing a new individual, and depending on their personality and their relationships with others, um, they might be a little bit lower on the totem pole what we would do is try to introduce them independently with some of the other individuals on their own and so that they could mm-hmm. form like relationships with them. Mm-hmm. And then when they're introduced to the group as a whole, they have like <laughs> a buddies that they can yeah. fall back on if something happens. You know, they're not completely on their own. And so I think it's just kind of funny how that works where you can set them up for success a little bit and you can try to anticipate potential aggression, but you can also make sure they have the tools they need to be armed in case it does break out. I just think that's cute. Give them a little friend before they start their first day at school. Yeah, it's like <laughs> their um, bunker buddy. <laughs> exactly. Like
0: that's always <laughs> nice to have a little little field guide nice. before you join the group. As I a whole. just think like if if anyone actually was recording, like you know, a keeper breaking up a fight or like the aftermath. Mm-hmm. I think the one thing that they would be shocked by is like the absolute just like penguin slurs I'm throwing at this man when I'm breaking up, like, a fight between two penguins. I'm like, you motherfucker. This is a motherfucking baby. I'm fucking ashamed of you. Get your ass inside that building right now. I will never feed you again. I hate you so much right now. (laughs) Literally just like, shit talk the fuck out of them the entire time. I've said the worst things to an animal. Like, oh god, they don't even but they don't know. And if you say it in a nice way, they're just like, yeah! (laughs) Yeah! Like, I come in the next morning, and I'm like, hey, I still fucking hate you. You little shithead. You're just the worst one. You're the right? worst one in the whole colony.
1: You're a book. It's a, it's
0: a high-stress situation like, for everyone, myself included. Me. <laughs> Let me oh get my out God. my stress any way I need to. I know, those little bastards. That's why so um, I'm glad there's not, like, audio recordings of, number one, me singing in any barns. Yeah. Oh. And then me just being like... I fucking hate you, you piece of shit.
1: Oh yeah. It would be it'd probably be a 33, 33, 33% split between me singing in Mm Barnes, saying not great things, and crying. Oh
0: (laughs) yeah. And then like one percent of the time just like lovey dovey baby talk.
1: Oh my god, having a great time. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Having a great time.
1: Um but yeah, I guess uh, to answer your question, Dragoonity, like it depends on the species, it depends on the situation, it depends on the safety too. Like I know, uh, Flora, you've been in like free contact situations with animals where like you wouldn't break that up, like with your body. Fuck <laughs> you that, know? yeah. Uh, sometimes you gotta take different, different uh, things like if there's into two account, cheetahs, account like safety.
0: Having a time, mm-hmm. go off. I guess bye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's, that seems like none of my business. <laughs> Oops, this doesn't seem like it concerns me. See you later. <laughs> me and my fucking rake are out of here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yikes. Sounds like you guys need some alone time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you got to look out for yourself. But um, no, never in the case of any dangerous animals is there going to be a keeper mm-hmm. physical intervention. No.
0: And that's the same thing you're Absolutely told like, as a child like growing up and dogs fighting. Like If there's ever a dog fight, they say do not get involved because when animals are fighting, it's... Their brain goes to, like, It's a switch, dude. They don't know what they're biting, who they're attacking. They're just going to attack. So you're sticking your arm in there. It's going to get bit. Like, they're not like, oh, that's the person that feeds me every day. They Mm -hmm. don't care. They're in the middle of a fight. Like, they're not thinking about that.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think that that's why a lot of, like, those auditory cues, like, breaking Mm -hmm. things up work so well, is they Mm -hmm. kind of, like, reset the brain a little bit. You kind of Mm -hmm. snap out of it, right? You're like, whoa, wait a second. What's going on? And that can oftentimes um,
0: be pretty handy. You know, it's not something that's, like, 100% down to a science, like, the introducing of animals or animal behavior. Like, there's times where, like, in zoos, like, I think I've seen it, like, several times with big cats. Like, big cats will just, like, kill, like, either an introduction or there was, like, a mom who just, like, randomly killed, like, the male lion of their pride for, like, according to, like, what we can tell, like, no reason. But obviously there was one because you wouldn't just go about and do that. So it's not something that's, you know... It's going to work every time. There's mm-hmm. little things you have to look out for, and it could all look great. And then when you open those doors, it might be great for an hour. It might be great for three days, and then it's not great. So, um, you know, behavior mm-hmm. is so finicky, and, and like, yeah. there are those external stimulus that can change their attitude kind of at the drop of a hat. So um, accidents and horrible stuff, like, still definitely happens. I'm lucky enough, I think, both of us to never really experience anything
1: Yeah, we're really lucky. Truly, truly horrific. My heart goes out to
0: everyone who's had to deal with that. Just a little horrific. Not truly. Truly horrific. Um,
1: All the more reason to be nice to the zookeepers you come across. They're dealing with some shit.
0: (laughs) You have no idea what's going on.
1: No. They've definitely dealt with some traumatic events. (laughs) I remember one thing happened um, in my time. One very traumatic thing happened. And the lady that I was with at the time... At the exact location that we were, like, trying to handle the situation. Yeah. Um, once it was over, she and I just looked at each other and were like, we need to go to therapy. Like, that was so <laughs> fucked up. That was so extremely awful and yeah. traumatizing. Like, we're both, we need this, we need help. <laughs> like, yeah. that was really bad. Yeah. Um and yeah, I mean it's like you can't ever really predict it. You just kinda have to react sometimes.
0: Yeah. And there's situations where, you know, animals can cause the death of another animal and it's not even like aggression, it's breeding or what have you too. Oh, like, I know. Yeah. Males are so awful mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. every species.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Canceled. Get rid of them.
0: <laughs> but they just sometimes like birds, they'll just like beat a like run a girl till she, you know, stresses out so bad she fucking drops dead. So yeah. Fucking oh my god. I know. If I would have let him, he would have killed, like, everyone. He was insane. All the mares and me. Like, he would have just gone on a murder spree.
1: He was, like, so beyond, like, lusting. He was just, it was like a Mm bloodlust. Like, he was just so, like, checked out. Just,
0: like, rage. Pure rage. Insane. And then, like, I remember the other keepers that, like, he came from, like, being like, hey, how is he? And I was like, he's fine. Oh, he's He's, great. We love him. He's doing great. He's got just a lot love of having him. They include murdering <laughs> everything in the habitat. It's been great. Including being here. a complete sociopath. Love him. Love him. But that's another thing where you're you're having to know your species. You're having to know your individuals and set them up for success. He was not set up for success. He yeah. was dropped into a habitat where he didn't have an area on his own to cool down and like hang out. He should not have been housed with females. He should not have been housed with like all the birds that he chose to mm-hmm. trample to death. Like it just wasn't. It wasn't the right move on the zoo's part. Mm-hmm. What can I do about it? Try to manage it once it happened, but that's it. Yeah.
1: Well, and everything a zoo does is under a microscope, you know, because it's in the public eye, and Mm -hmm. they're so getting around that. That also sucks. Um, Because this kind of thing happens in the wild, you just never see it. So, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Still sucks, The crazy
0: thing about zoos is that the animals, at the end of the day, always die because they're alive, but they're not immortal. Mm Mm-hmm yeah oh yeah everyone everyone forgets that they're just like another animal died at the zoo karen they're all gonna die yeah we have not invented immortality yet (laughs) we haven't gotten there and if we started it probably wouldn't be at the local zoo that got kicked off first i would think so uh yeah maybe not maybe not (laughs) yeah homie did die thank you for bringing (laughs) it up (laughs) oh man oh my god Um, anything else? I was just going to say, like, I think... Closing arguments. (laughs) (laughs) Closing arguments. Closing statement. Um, I think
1: probably, like, 85% of the animal fights that I've encountered during my tenure um, ended fine. Like, Mm -hmm. minor injuries, maybe, or maybe nothing, but probably 85% were fine. What about you?
0: Yeah, I think the same, you know, most of them quick and dirty, Couple bites slap scratches, mm-hmm. and then a few words it's over. shared between <laughs> enemies, you know as it, as it is, yeah, a couple of screams mm-hmm, a, peng- mm-hmm. a baby penguin getting pecked by a bigger penguin that makes the dumbest noise. They're so dumb, but they don't realize that like if you walk if you watch a penguin walking through a colony of nesting penguins in the wild, they get pecked by every fucking bird they walk by, okay <laughs> that's it are like get the fuck away. Get the fuck away, get the fuck away, get the fuck Picking away. Pecking order, babe. A baby has to learn like what the zone is, the nest zone. Yeah. Until then. The best he's way like, to learn is get pecked. <laughs> Those little like rubber duck, like, ha, like that. Oh. That's like every five minutes until they learn where, the, where to walk. Oh. Um,
1: you know what? Yeah. That is funny though. It is kind of like, I don't know, maybe that sounds not so nice, but there is like a learning curve that comes with some of yeah. the younger ones or comes with in like a group setting. And it's fun sometimes to, like, see how those things play out. Like, yes. when those little spats happen and they're not serious, but yep. you're able to observe what happens and, like, maybe you start to see a trend and, like, a shift in a hierarchy or you start to see an individual become a little bit more, like, stand up for themselves a little bit more. Like, that's really fun and encouraging. I've definitely mm-hmm. seen a few fights where, um, not necessarily fights, just, like, aggressive moments kind of break out and mm-hmm. the whole, like troop would get involved and then you'd see an individual kind of like take a side and like stand up for themselves and you're like get it yeah. go queen yeah. hell yeah
0: <laughs> like at some point there has to be a flip a switch mm-hmm. that flips that goes from like running away to mommy every time to be yeah. like
1: actually fuck off <laughs> exactly and you're just like oh, i'm so proud yeah
0: <laughs> yeah yep. like those are always fun
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, hopefully that answers your question. Um, no gorilla intervention. Nothing that can kill me. I wouldn't even break up a dog fight in oh, real life. Oh, fuck no. Like, absolutely not. Especially if I didn't know the two individuals. Absolutely the fuck not.
1: No. Um, hell no.
0: It's literally none of my business. <laughs> yeah. it's right. This doesn't concern me. Uh, But, yeah, a lot of anticipation, planning, all that stuff to hopefully prevent some of that. But, again, like we said, every day animals are learning and they can't, like, read an SOP. Like, their their habitat mate is punching them in the face to tell them, (laughs) to teach them the rules.
1: Okay, I just just remembered something. Um, Sometimes, this is also another good reason to train a recall. Sometimes a recall behavior Mm. is really handy if there's a fire. Yeah. Because that's something that you try to train through any sort of mental situation. So you try to train, like, that resiliency and that behavior so that if there is, like, a kid that falls in a habitat, Mm -hmm. that tiger will leave it alone. Um, Like, a kid falls in a habitat
0: covered in, like, fresh meat and candy. (laughs) Exactly. And, like, just, like, I don't even know, with, like, extra baby tigers or something. I don't know. Yeah. Just irresistible. And the tiger would be like, peace.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what you're trying to train in that behavior is that they'll leave it for anything. So if you can... Like sometimes a recall behavior is really handy and breaking up a fight too. Be like, "Hey, mm-hmm. there's an M M&M and M in here for you," and they're like, right. "Yo, I'm out." <laughs> they're worth it. Squash this Fuck beef this later. Shit, I'm out. <laughs> That's Amazing. all I have to say.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you everybody for um, tolerating this, and hopefully that answers your question, Grigini. We're both sickly and and horrible, so we're. This is the end of this. We're the picture we're of something. We're stopping this episode now. Um, Follow us on Keeper Chat on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can email us at KeeperChat at gmail.com. If you have questions that you want answered for Quick and Dirty, we also, of course, have Patreon.com slash Keeper Chat, which is like bonus episodes. We did, we do like more, mm, how can I say this? Just like... Unhinged? Yeah, more unhinged Q&Ds on there. We do a (laughs) lot of questions and answers Um, on Patreon as well. We also have, of course, bonus episodes About all different kinds of stuff. So check that out. It's a lot of fun. And of course, the higher tier gets you access to the Discord where a lot of fun stuff happens. So, thanks again. See you next week. We'll be back with an animal. And until then, stay grimy, stay out of fights. Spell you later. Bye.